Welcome back to the Tia versus Fancy Cash podcast. On today's episode, we'll be talking about our core values, defining them, how we operate in them, living in them. And I want my special guest to go ahead and introduce herself so we can dive in because I'm super excited about today's episode. Hi, I am Naima Bowles Robinson. I am a business strategist and I help connect high achieving women to their unique voice so that they can expand their vision for themselves, magnify their expertise and genius, and then strategize their next biggest shift in business and in life. I can be found on Instagram and LinkedIn at Naima Bowles Robinson. If you guys want to connect with me and at NaimaRobinson.com. Yes, yes. So, you know, I always like to do a background um, for how I either met my guest host for today or um, found my guest host. And we actually went to Impact Weekend in Atlanta, Georgia with Maya. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure y'all probably heard of it on Instagram, Built to Impact. And it was like a pretty amazing event. We did not get to connect face to face, but she stood out in the crowd because Prego was walking through serving the girls. <laughs> um, and and um, it said it spoke volumes about, you know, um, just being a woman and, and being pregnant and still being able to perform and still being in a room of high achieving women and standing out like adding value. So I reached out um, a couple of weeks after um, going to the event. It was a three-day weekend event in Atlanta and decided like, hey, I need to get you on a podcast. Like you are somebody that, you know, I need to connect with. And here we are today. Literally, she just gave birth a couple of days ago and she's on the podcast performing, working hard, <laughs> still building her brand. So I appreciate you for being on here today with me. Absolutely. Thank you for inviting me. I love it. I love it. I'm excited. Absolutely. Okay, so I know we want to talk about um, core values today. And I think this is like right on time being that my book, I Am the Prize, releases on May 12th, whoop, whoop, the day whoop, after whoop. my birthday. Right. And it is 11 principles for the Dream Chaser's Guide to it's 11 principles and a dream chaser's guide to winning at life. So I'm super excited to talk about core values because it's basically like this podcast is a snippet into the book. Um, maybe you want to go first and lead the conversation with what your core values are and how you operate every day. Yes. Share my core values. Yes. I'd be happy to. Um, but I want to touch on something that you said in the beginning first, Tia, okay. if, if you would allow me. Um, you mentioned that, you know, when you saw me, you saw me walk into the room. There was, you know, a lot of high achieving women in the space. One thing that aligns with my core values um, is really being able to live my, my truth. And whenever I walk into a room, I want to walk into a room with power and with love. Um, and so I think what you saw was just a reflection of that you know my core values are faith family and freedom and so when I think of those three things um, freedom just allows me to be me you know it allows me to be everything that I might have covered up when I was working in corporate America right I hope that answered your question Yes, it did. <laughs> um, all right. So my core values, I have five um, values that I live by. And it's excellence because everything that I do, I do it in excellence. 
Um, I have an attitude of gratitude and I feel like that's why I live so abundantly because I, you know, look for the good in everything or I appreciate the good in everything, no matter how good or bad it really is. Um, family, because I have a big blended family of six (laughs) and it's eight of us all together. Um, I like all my decisions are based on family and making sure like their best interest is at heart because we have so many little people in the house looking up to us. So I just always want to like operate in excellence and I want them to have an attitude of gratitude. So family is at the core of all of that. Um, like you said, freedom and authenticity, that's two in one, but I wholeheartedly love the idea of waking up every morning, um, living the life that I've always dreamed of and putting myself in a position to continue to be free. Um, integrity. I'm so big on operating in integrity. Everything that I do, um, who I am in friendships, relationships, business partnerships. I'm a very honest person. Um, I don't, I believe in karma. Oh God, I believe in karma. Um, so I try to like live right, do right by people. Um, never want to have, leave a bad taste in anyone's mouth. Um, if I can help it and passion, if, if I'm not passionate about it, I won't do it because I like to give all projects that I'm involved in 110%. So I have learned over the years to say, no, like if it doesn't align, it just doesn't align. I'm not going to force it. I stick to what I'm passionate about and I know I, I put my best foot forward. That's so good. You, yeah, you you hit the nail on the head when you said passionate because a lot of times we'll take, you know, just any old thing that's thrown our way because we have this goal of like, oh, I have to be here by a certain time or be at this particular space in either my, you know, career or entrepreneurship journey. And we just take whatever and we're not passionate about it. And then we find ourselves lingering to get whatever task needs to be done for that project or we just put it to the side we procrastinate and like you said that's not operating in integrity we're certainly not being integral to ourselves or to the project because somebody else out there might have actually wanted that <laughs> you know that exactly might be point and we just took that blessing away from them so I love that you said that yeah you have to be passionate about what you're doing absolutely I actually just had a conversation with um a director and he he's a director of a huge company um locally here in Jacksonville Florida and he told me that um, he said there's somebody who has an opportunity that should have been for you that's mm-hmm. not even qualified, but they open up their mouth to ask mm-hmm. and do the right people. And for me, you know, we beat ourselves up sometimes because we miss out on opportunities or we feel like, well, somebody else, um, they're living our life when if we just continue doing the work, if we continue staying true to ourselves and working from a place of passion or serving from a place of passion or creating from a place of passion, what's meant for us is going to come to us. And we don't have to worry about what somebody else has or what they're doing, because if you're not passionate about it, you're not going to stick to it. So the opportunity will, you know, eventually come your way and you don't have to feel like you missed out on anything. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's so true. Right. Even, even if there's even if there's you know with the people that I work with a lot of times and generally you know they have a specific specific division of responsibility at work or they are responsible for uh, an umbrella of things right but they're not passionate about 90 percent of it and so when when we get together we talk about the 10 percent that they're actually passionate about like your job is you do xyz but you really only love z and right. you're, you're high performing at Z. So go for those things, right? Like 
why are we why are we focusing on xy when you could technically delegate xy and we were talking about that earlier too so right definitely talking about delegating and i think we should talk about it on the podcast as well um like just focusing on your zone of genius being good at what you're good at and then outsourcing the rest because like i said you might have this amazing business idea but you may only be good at z like you said so that doesn't mean give up on the business idea because you're not good at X, Y, and you know that you need X, Y to operate. That just means outsource X, Y, find somebody else that's good at X, Y, so they can help build your business essentially to where you want it to be. Exactly. Exactly. And that's, that's the role. I think when we step into entrepreneurship that we just forget, you know, I think there are two different types of entrepreneurs there are visionaries and there are executors right um, and a lot of us come into entrepreneurship as executors right mm-hmm. like we, we're gonna get it done we're gonna get it done right no matter what <laughs> and sometimes that does take take us out of our core living our core value system right um but we have to make a shift into visionary mode and so for instance you you've got the book coming out you've got you know your nonprofit. you've got projects i have you know my eight-week accelerator i have vip days i do my deepest work one-on-one and in smaller groups but I, i'm in a space where you know multiple groups uh you know programs are out in the space there's so many people that are coaches i have to look at what am i uniquely gifted at what am I uniquely passionate about? What aligns with my core values? And then as a visionary, execute on that level and you know, hire people around you who can do the, the work work, meaning absolutely get the stuff done. <laughs> right. And you know, one thing that I struggle with, and I'm so glad we're having this conversation, but um, so I do do business coaching, business development, marketing strategy for a lot of businesses and companies um, in Florida. Mm-hmm. And I'm so blessed to be able to have a lot of the opportunities that I have. But I know when I first started, I struggled with trying to be trying to be like other coaches that I was seeing on social media. Mm-hmm. I felt like there was a right way to do coaching and I needed to find my lane in coaching whole time. Um, I could create my own lane and just operate from my core values, coach from my experiences and still not have to reinvent the wheel, but it's like I'm staying true to myself. I'm not trying to be like other coaches to get opportunities because when I show up as my authentic self, um, I'm going to get the results that I'm looking for. Absolutely. Absolutely. Listen, I always say God has a, a very spectacular plan uh, for you to impact others with who you are, how you think, and what you know. So you mentioned it. We are all at some point in our lives, whether we admit it or not, we are all in the sea of sameness. Right. And we're, we're fighting to get out of the sea of sameness. We're all created completely different, you know, but we're trying to fit ourselves into a box that was made by somebody else. You know, we really have to dig deep um, and, and look at what our core value index is. And there are tons of you know personality tests out there that can help you fi- find what are what are your core values? If you never really sat down and said, what do I value in life? Um I would, I would definitely recommend people do that. Absolutely, because a lot of us don't even know like what our values are. Like we know what's important to us, we know what we love and who we love. But I don't even think um, it, it probably don't even cross some people's minds to think about like defining that. 
you get what I'm saying? Like just sitting down and thinking about, okay, like how do I move? And a- another reason why a lot of um, business partnerships, relationships and careers don't work out we think it's because we don't get along with people. We think it's because the environment is toxic. We think is, you know, um, for whatever reason, why we unhappy in those spaces, not even really realizing that people or um, certain jobs and careers, like the core values of these companies matter because if they don't align with you, you won't mesh well with them. Exactly. If exactly. it's going against your values, you will never mesh in that space. Exactly. You know, I think what you can relate it to is, you know, are you do you like Target over Walmart? It's not wrong with either one, right? <laughs> but, but identify yourself. Do you like Target over Walmart? And why do you like Target over Walmart? Mm-hmm. Or why do you like Walmart over Target? And I'm just throwing out, you know, brands. But if if you look at it like that, you know, oh well, why do I, why do I love being around my family my family gives me life energy my family gives me a life source they remind me of my legacy they remind me of why I do what I do every single day I'm doing this so my daughters can see that strong women exist and not just strong women but women who who want to impact the world so you know all of that matters when we really look at why we do what we do and what drives you right absolutely and we all don't have the same driving forces Mm -hmm. like just because your core values is family that's what you're big on that may not be someone else's before whatever reason exactly Um, and that's okay like and i think that's another thing too um people try to fit in molds and they don't have to like it's okay to be different i think each of our individual um uniqueness is what makes us special like we can't all be the same because that would be pretty boring if you ask me i don't want to meet anybody that's just like me i'm sorry <laughs> right the per- and the person that's just like me we wouldn't get along so <laughs> right right because i am like a very strong-headed individual I, i'm a taurus i'm a may baby i can't be wrong like <laughs> Like, I don't want to meet anybody like me. I love meeting people who help me change my perspective. And even to 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 elaborate on that, I love meeting people who have different values because our values can change. Yes. So you might be you might have something about yourself that you stick to how you operate. And I'm like family, for instance, and I just keep using that one. But you may I may have a conversation with you or I may be around you a lot and I realize that family is so important to you for somebody you know who may not have considered even starting a family or or having a strong relationship or connection with their own family it may make me look at my family different because I see the way that you operate I see how family makes you feel I see the glow that you have when you talk about your kids and your family and your husband so that may open my eyes that's that's a really good point so much so (laughs) you made me think about you made me think about how my values have shifted over you know the decades so like in in my 20s I I wouldn't think about no family I was right I never knew I was gonna be a mama six at 20 (laughs) I was not thinking about family I was out here like trying to climb this corporate ladder I'm gonna get as much money as I can and retire early you know that was my mindset and so my my core values back then were money, power, influence, right? Um, you know, but as time goes on and, and I realized like, okay, well, I became a single mother, um, you know, at 26 years old, I wanted to shift things. So I needed to be with my child a little bit more. Right. So, you know, money wasn't that important to me. You can pay me enough to be away from my child, mm-hmm. right? 
And right. then the freedom came, like, oh, I got to clock in. Mm. I don't really like being told what to do. I'm an Aquarius. You said you're a Taurus. I don't like being told what to do. Ooh, <laughs> strong woman. Okay. So I don't like being told what to do. Um, and, and so, yes, you are right. that The values shift as time goes on and as you are around people who might have different sets of values. Uh, generosity is also important to me. I want to be able to give as much as possible um, but that comes from a background of poverty, just not having enough, right? Right. And so, and that's uh-huh. beautiful. Um, yeah. What you said about generosity, um, because that's I, I feel like I am stepping into that. That being one of my values, as far as being 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 a public figure or a community leader. I feel like with my platform, I can do more. Of course, I already feel like I do a lot. I've always had the heart of a philanthropist. Mm-hmm. However, I started my nonprofit organization to assist troubled teens with, you know, college applications and business grants for HBCU students. That's an initiative that I'm working on. So I I, I love that, that you just identified that a core value of mine could be generosity because I really feel like that's something that I'm stepping into being, you know, where my platform is now versus not having a dollar to my name a couple years ago, I couldn't have done what I'm doing now. Uh-huh. <laughs> you see, you see, uh-huh. And that's, and that's what it does. That's when your core values shift a little bit and you really start uh, walking into it and you really start living and operating daily, you know, as much as we possibly can in that you notice that, Oh, I, I actually, I want to do more of this. You know, it fills my soul and I think that's a place where people can start, you know, identifying what their core values are and how they're living every day. Like what fills your soul, right? Right. What makes you um, want to move in this direction? So, yeah, I think that's that's phenomenal yeah, that you're that, going that way. Yes, I love it. I'm super excited about like all the projects that I have going on. And I think one of the best compliments you can ever receive from someone is, oh, I love your energy mm-hmm. or you know, you have such a good spirit or you have such a magnetic personality. And I feel like I get those compliments so much because I have evolved so much over the years and people can, when they see me, they identify that. Like they can identify my core values because they can say like, oh yeah, Tia not like that. Or you can hear something about some, you know how people just be talking mess right. for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I love the idea of people being able to defend my name and defend my character and I don't ever have to open my mouth. That's awesome. L- let me ask you this. Let me ask you this though. Has it always been like that? No, no. <laughs> and I'm so glad you asked me that because for people who listening, you know what I'm saying, who are on their journey to, you know, figuring out their core values or trying to figure out how to get started, it's okay to not be born you know what i'm saying this high achieving or or a woman of you know so much substance because no we all have a past um so i used to be a fighter like i used to be real rowdy like that's why my nonprofit is to help troubled teens because that's what i'm passionate about i connect most with them mm-hmm, mm-hmm. <laughs> whereas like um like young women who probably are at maddie v rutherford um it's a middle school like a alternative school in jacksonville florida or grand park it's an alternative high school for girls who get in trouble in school they get you know kicked out of public school and have to go there yeah. um, for a certain amount of time 
or whatever. So that's who I commit with the most. Um, am I that same person? No, but somebody gave me a second chance and I want to be that beacon of light that gives other young girls a second chance where it's like, they're not really bad. I did not have a bad childhood. My mom was a great mom. She was a police officer. You know, we always the worst type of kids. <laughs> um, we were just rebellious, you know, mm-hmm. trying to find our, try, I was, you know, rebellious, just trying to find my way. And yeah. I want to help girls like that, where it's like, you just misunderstood. You need some extra love, some extra attention. And yeah. we're going to figure this thing out. And we're going to like become powerful women that's going to change the world one day. And I I, I know people look at my, my story who have like been following me since, you know, middle school, high school. When I was that girl, I'd be like, if she can do it, I can do it too. Because I get the messages all day, every day. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Transformation sounds right. like it's a core value for you. Yes, absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> transformation, and I love it because transformation is, is so much better than the talk. Listen, I will be the first person to tell you. Now, was I come? I'm from Harlem, New York. Oh, okay. During the, crack, during the crack era, Reagan era, so I understand <laughs> what you mean when you say up. Oh, I, I identify with you know troubled, troubled kids, quote unquote troubled because they're not you know troubled, right? Um, <clears throat> They just need somebody to talk to. They need somebody that they can express their anger and frustration with, right? Because it does exist. Even if you have a perfect home, it exists, especially for for young girls. Um, And so the transformation is what I'm so excited about. And and people would say the same thing, I guess, on my end, that Naima is not the same person that she used to be. (laughs) So who was Naima? Give us the tea. It's time to open up some. Mm, mm. So, so I'm originally originally from Harlem, New York, um, born and raised there. And, you know, I was a very quiet kid, but I was a talker. And so I got in trouble because of a gift that God gave me, which was talking. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so, you know, you got your fights here and there, just (laughs) trying to, you know assert your independence um I don't know if you know anybody from New York but if you're from the city and you're from Harlem you really have to if you can make it in New York you can make it anywhere I'm just gonna say that oh yeah I, I heard <laughs> how rude New York people can be I'm actually going to New York for my birthday <laughs> we're nice people yeah that's my birthday gift this year going to New York so I'm excited about that hopefully I get to meet some nice New Yorkers New Yorkers are nice people. Um, but no, so yeah, I went through the same thing. I had that middle school, those middle school years and that high school time where I just didn't know who I was. I was uh, completely different. All of my friends were guys. Um, none of the girls wanted to hang out with me. I, I didn't think I was pretty enough. Um, but it wasn't until I got to college that I started to make a transition uh, into who, who I am today as far as understanding my identity. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then it was when I got out into the workforce that I really had to strengthen that muscle of who are you, Naima? What is it that uh, you want to do in this world? Um, and it didn't really become clear to me until I started working with people. I mm-hmm. always knew that in some capacity I would be teaching or I would be um, helping or guiding people. Uh, and so that really became clear to me again in the corporate space. And as I moved up the ladder, you know, I started out as a seasonal sales associate and then, you know, made it all the way into a regional executive. Um, Ooh, okay. In a very short amount of time, might I add. Um, and so it just helped me to understand that the work that has to be done is hidden work. 
It is not the work that is shown every day when you walk out the house because to, truth be told, we're putting on a mask <laughs> most days. Right. We're, we're faking it and fronting until we can until we can get it together. Um, but the work that needs to be done is hidden. And so for anybody that's listening that feels like, you know, I just haven't found my thing yet or I haven't, I don't feel like I'm very comfortable in this space in life right now. Do your hidden work. You know, what are the things that you know you need to work on personality wise, spiritually wise, um, mental, a lot of it is mental. Um, and what are you saying to yourself every day? Everything about you is a simple believe, speak and act. You have to believe whatever you're trying to say to yourself. You have to continuously speak it and then you have to continuously act on it. Oh, I love that. I love that. Can you repeat that one more time for everybody that was listening? Because I want them to write it down and put it on a sticky note. <laughs> you got to believe, speak, and act. So mm. anything that you're believing, um, sometimes we believe these things in our minds, um, but we never vocalize it. You give it power when you speak it. And so you have to believe, you have to speak, and you have to act on whatever you're speaking and believing. So mm. if you are saying, you know what, I am a powerful woman, you have to believe it. You have to speak it every day and you have to act on it. What do powerful women do? You know, or I want to find love or I'm a loving person. What do loving people do? You have to do all three of those things in order for them to become a reality in your life. Yes, that was so deep and that was so powerful. And I'm so glad that I'm so glad that you came on today to talk to us and educate us on core values and operating those values. Um, because beliefs, I literally, I need to go get that tattooed on my arm <laughs> because I'm such a firm believer and like, nobody's going to believe in you unless you believe in yourself. I'm a firm believer in speaking life into your dreams and your goals. Like nobody can take away what God has for you. Cause a lot of people, um, feel like, oh, if I speak, speak it into existence or if I put it in the atmosphere, somebody going to block my blessings when that's not true. And as far as act is concerned, like if I know that I'm I want to be like powerful women that I see on TV or on social media, like the women that were in the room for impact weekend, mm -hmm. I'm gonna act like I belong there. I'm not gonna go in there shy with my head down, looking like I feel out of place because people powerful women, um powerful women sense fear and the wrong person will eat you alive yes. through that fear. Come on. So, Yes. So mm -hmm. believe, speaking, act like that just touched my spirit. I got chills. I need to get that tattooed. I'm going to go to the shop right now. Like, <laughs> Lord, I thought my tattoo phase was over. But no, that was a very, very powerful gem that you just dropped. And that was like, you know, the perfect way to like conclude the episode, I feel like, because what else do I need to hear? Like you just said it all in three words. <laughs> I, I hope it blessed you, you know, like that's that's really what it all comes down to, and you, you hit the nail on the head that sometimes people will see, see your, what we would call insecurities and, and pounce on them. But if you have a, have a well of belief and a well of something that you've spoken over yourself and you've been acting on it continuously, nobody can cut you down. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I appreciate you so much for being on today's episode of the Tia versus Fancy Cash podcast. And if you have any announcements, big projects or things that we should be looking out for, I want you to go ahead and tell us now so we can be tuned in, ready, waiting. 
Absolutely. First of all, Tia, this has been so rich. I speak uh, tremendous blessings over your life, over your businesses, over your projects, over your family. Um, I am doing a live event uh, towards the end of 2022 and in 2023 as well. So be on the lookout, connect with me at uh, on IG at Naima Bowles Robinson, and I'll have tons of announcements there. I'm super excited uh, to connect with all of you. Drop me a, a DM too and let me know you heard the episode and what you thought about it. Right. Yes. Y'all make sure the way she poured into y'all today, I know it's going to touch a lot of people because it touched me. Like I'm sitting over here with chills. When she dropped that Believe Speak at gym, the game was over. It was nothing <laughs> else to say because I feel like this was going to be a very transformative episode for anyone that's listening. So Naima, I appreciate you again for being able to join the podcast today. Congratulations on your new bundle of joy. Thank you. Thanks for pouring into me the way you did before before we record it um that's another uh sign of your strength how you can you know be going through whatever you're going through and still showing up like you're supposed to for the world (laughs) (laughs) um so i truly 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 appreciate you and i am looking forward to supporting all of your future endeavors perfect thank you welcome Uh, absolutely so if you guys like the show love the show don't forget to rate it and review it on the apple podcast app and until next time